This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 172. Look forward to getting a seven on IELTS vocab. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. In today's episode, you'll get five incredible idioms that you can strategically insert into the IELTS exam to get your seven or higher and we'll show you how. There are four score sabotaging mistakes that we're going to share with you in the new free IELTS Masterclass video series. Are you sure that you aren't making any of these mistakes? Make sure by checking out the video series. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash insider to get video one now for free. Allearsenglish.com forward slash insider. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica. <laughs> hey, Lindsay. How's it going? <laughs> I love starting the show like that. It's great. I love that. Hey, Jessica. <laughs> I know. It's a total like, like catchphrase, like a sidekick on a late night show, right? I know. Like yeah. every, you know, like when the host is talking and then every like five minutes looks at the sidekick and then the sidekick has to say like, like something (laughs) wacky (laughs) yeah either that or it reminds me of a game show from the 90s like come on down (laughs) oh right like the price is right yeah those those still exist right those shows are still on i think yeah my grandmother used to watch wheel (laughs) of fortune every night that was like her ritual she'd watch wheel of fortune and then go to bed at nine or something So cute. Oh my God. You know what? My son. Okay. So my son is four. He loves Wheel of Fortune <laughs> for some reason. It's super weird and I don't get it because it's, I do not like that show at all, but he That's loves weird. it. <laughs> that is interesting for a four year old. <laughs> like he can't even read and like, he doesn't know what they're talking about. I'm just like, why do you, just, you like the letters? That's nice. I guess we could work on some reading skills while we watch it. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Maybe it's the sound, the lights. I don't know. Maybe it's the fortune yeah. aspect. He wants to make a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, who knows? I don't know. It's super funny, though. <laughs> that's great. Because <laughs> it is only, like, seriously people over the age of, like, 80 that are going to be, like, into that show. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Like I said, my grandmother was into it. So I don't know. Weird, yeah. but hey. All right. So, yeah. So, what are we, what, why are we here today, Lindsay? What is our purpose today? I know. Are we just taking up space or are we actually going to produce some value, like create some value today? I think we're going to create value, Jessica. So, we are going to talk today about. I just, 
I just want to say that I really look up to you for <laughs> oh, thank you. the amount of content, quality content that you do create. Okay. That's, oh, well, I just want to put that in there. Well, I certainly couldn't do it alone. I, <laughs> that's what I have to say. I'm not doing this on my own here. I have a co-star, a, a co-host here, and that would be you. And <laughs> so we're creating this content together. So, well, thank you. So look up to, you used an interesting phrase there, Jessica, and that was fantastic. Yeah. What a native speaker. Thank wow. You. I know. I'm so good at English. <laughs> You've had so much time to work on it. <laughs> and, you know, I still, even though I feel like my English is pretty good, I do not look down on people who are just learning the language and like right. making mistakes. Well, that's important. Don't look down on them Exactly. At all. Yeah. I mean, we're teachers here, right? I mean, we like to help, as we've said in other episodes, I mean, we think about our students in our course, we think about their scores, sometimes we lose sleep and we and we, we want to just make sure that we all succeed yeah. on this exam. It's important to us, really important. So of course we don't look down on our students, right? We want to motivate them to Never. succeed. Absolutely. So maybe our listeners can figure out what we're talking about today, what the theme of today's <laughs> episode is. Guys, <laughs> today we're going to show you how to use some phrasal verbs and some expressions with look. Yes. Why do we want to do that, Jessica? Yes. Yeah. So on the IELTS exam, you guys, if you want to get a seven or higher in speaking and writing, one of the, one of the parts of the descriptors for, um, vocabulary to get that seven or higher, you have to use interesting idiomatic language. Yes. So, even just one or two phrasal verbs used correctly, mind you, used correctly, mm -hmm. just one or two phrasal verbs or idioms, that's how you impress the examiner. That's how you start pushing the examiner's mind up from a six. Because I think, you know, I think most examiners sort of start at like in a six mindset. Oh, that's You know, when they're mm -hmm. beginning like a speaking interview mm -hmm. or looking at mm -hmm. an essay, just because that's the average. Like that is kind what most average. students yeah. – can get. Yeah, exactly. Like if you've, you know, done some practice, took a class, you can get a six. Like it's seriously not that hard. But if you're going to start making the examiner consider moving your score up, this is how you do it. You just use one or two. Well, let's not say one. Let's say, let's say, say a, couple <laughs> a couple of like phrasal verbs and idioms. Yeah. That's so strategic. It's so, and again, I love that we always go back to the scoring system and the way the examiner thinks. And that's what you guys need to have in mind when you're going through any IELTS course. That's what it all comes back to. And if you're working with a teacher that's not going back to the score system, every time they teach you something, you want to Take a look at that teacher and see if that's the right teacher to work with because it's all about your score. We're not here just to just to kind of learn English. We can take other courses to learn English. We're here to pass IELTS. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Taking taking a general English class, a general ESL class, or working with a tutor who says, "Oh yeah, I do test prep. I can do SAT, GED, TOEFL." Like <laughs> GRE, that's yeah. none of that. <laughs> yeah, like none of that is going to help your IELTS score. It because. It's a balance, right? It's all about a balance. You have to have an IELTS professional teach you the test strategies that are unique to IELTS. These little like ins and outs, these little quirks of the IELTS test. That's the only way you're going to push 
to above a six. That's the only way is to have yeah. an IELTS professional tell you exactly what the examiner is looking for. Well, not only that, and it's also the only way that it can actually be easy or simple is by understanding right. these yeah. little tricks, these little strategies, these little strategic moves that make the examiner start to think, wow, this is an exceptional student. This is not the norm. This student needs to go above a six, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So these phrasal verbs today, guys, um, what you should do with this episode is listen a couple times. I always recommend listening a couple times mm-hmm. and write down these phrasal verbs. Write down our examples. We've already given you two and we'll explain those a little further, but um, write down our examples so you see it in context. And I think Lindsay and I do a good job of um, giving you enough context to where you can really understand what these mean mean, these yes. phrases mean. Um, and then you have to put it into your own context. You have yeah. to take this and make your own sentences with these. Exactly. Literally, you need to own them. <laughs> own the phrases by putting them yes. into your own yeah. life. I love it. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So the first one I used mm. was look up to. I, it's, it's so positive. What is, who do you look up mm. to, Lindsay? Who would I look up to? Actually, I look up to my dad. Yeah, because my dad is a, oh, mm, awesome. He's a business owner and he's built a business over the last 30 years and he's about to retire wow. and he's just he's worked really hard. He has a good work ethic. So I look up yeah. to him. What about you? I gosh, I well, yeah, I look up to my mom. I mm. like seriously, she's <laughs> amazing. She's uh, you know, we're 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 talking about people that give us inspiration to be better, yes. right? Those those are the type of people you look up to because up. you imagine that they have reached a level in life that you want to attain. That's why like you're you can think about it literally as an image of you raising your eyes because this person is above you in right. some respect that you admire and you also want to get there. That's why you look up to them. It's a very like motivating, like forward um, way to think about things, right? So yeah, I look up to my mom. She's had like her life hasn't been easy. I guess no one's has, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like she's worked through so many difficulties and challenges and achieved so much because of her, again, amazing work ethic. I think I always look up to people with strong work ethics, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. So you inherited a good work ethic. (laughs) I love it. She, yeah. 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 She really instilled that in me. (laughs) Thank God. Thank God. I mean, it might be the most valuable (laughs) thing because actually it might be the most powerful thing in the world because if you have a strong work ethic and then you pair that with doing the right thing, like for example, with IELTS taking the right course, getting in the right system, you're unstoppable, right? Exactly. Exactly. You have, yeah, you can't just, you can't just have the strong work ethic and, and waste it doing the yeah. wrong work, right? So, exactly. yeah, we talk about the amazing students who are in our course and we, we provide everything they need to reach their target scores, everything. Yes. But yes. they have to take these strategies, this advice, these activities, they have to take it and use their own work ethic, like couple it with all the resources we give them and yes. practice, practice, practice. So yeah, yeah, I look up to the students in our course too, actually, when they, <laughs> you know, post their scores on Facebook. I got a 7.5, I got a nine. I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, you guys are amazing. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Or even just investing in your own success, right? There are a lot of people out there who try to prepare for IELTS for free by themselves, putting together strategies that don't make sense. And, you know, I look up to people who actually invest in their own success when they sign on with us Mm -hmm. or on any course, really. For sure. Um, What about the opposite of look up to, Jessica? I mean, there might be people in the world that we also look down on, right? Or ideas that we look down on, right? So I really love pairing these two together, the positive and the negative, the good and the bad. So yeah. look up to is very positive. Like we said, you you look up to people that you admire because you want to be like them. However, the opposite is if you and I don't even want to give an example because I feel bad <laughs> talking badly about people. Like, right, but right, sure, right. like you you look down on people who you're sort of like ashamed of like these people you would never want to be like this person so if we take the opposite I can't okay Mm -hmm. I'll just be honest Mm -hmm. I think I do look down on people with that don't have that strong work ethic right people that that Mm -hmm. do just are able to like not do anything all day but not only that (sighs) but then complain that they don't have Mm. what they want Mm. right I mean absolutely that and I also look down on people who cheat Right. I mean, people who cheat and who steal, like these basic (laughs) values that we are supposed to learn as kids. Some people just for some reason didn't learn them. And I know, right? How is that possible? Yeah. We can't, I I can't bring myself to respect people like that. You know, I just can't. So I look down on them. Yeah. Yeah, it really does have a lot to do with respect, doesn't it? That's what we can link this to, to make Mm -hmm. it really simple. Mm -hmm. So look up to is having great respect for somebody. Same. That's synonymous. Like that works. And look down on is a complete lack of respect for someone. Exact opposite. So we encourage you guys to think about your own life, the people in your life. Who do you look up to and who do you look down on? And think about that, right? Write it out. Think about it. Talk to people about it and practice that because these are two very strategic phrases that you could use to increase that score. And now we're going to give you guys three more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We spent a lot of time on these first two. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the third. So the, there's another look one, look after. And I really like this. And it's, I think it's a bit more common in British English yeah. to like, right? Like in American mm-hmm. English, like we do use this, but I think I'm more likely to say, take care of something, right? Mm, like I need to take care of my friend because she's sick or um, I need to take care of my health. Right. I need to look after myself. Yeah. So look after is uh, a phrasal verb that's the same as like take care of. Yeah. I would say. Take care of. Yeah. I looked after my niece this past Sunday. We went to my brother's for Thanksgiving and she's just discovered mm-hmm. how to make herself dizzy by like spinning in circles. And so she'll <laughs> do that. She lo- she like opens her eyes. She's like, whoa, how does this feel? Whoa, whoa. And then she starts walking that's around so and I have to like walk behind her and like cradle her head to make sure she doesn't hit it on the cement. Right. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. That's so that adorable. I I totally remember doing that when I was little. I totally remember loving that, like, feeling. That is so hilarious. She's so cute. Yeah. So um, we use this a lot when we're talking about our families. So let me... Um, let me back up for a minute. So the look up to look down on, I think, is really good in writing task two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also really good for speaking part two because you often have Ooh. to describe people. Um, mm. Look after. This is really good for all parts of the test for speaking mm-hmm. and writing because mm-hmm. you often have to talk about your own life examples, right? Good. So looking yes. after family members. We have to talk yes. about family and friends a lot. So look after. You can definitely use this on test day. 
Awesome. I love that. I love how we can just insert these these phrases into very specific parts of the test. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's do a few more, yeah. Jessica. I think our listeners are just dying for okay. the next one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. They are. They're just <laughs> bated breath on the edge of their seat. Okay. So <laughs> the the fourth one is look over. And I like this one. This is like a yeah. – this is like a, a calm phrase for me. Just mm. it's a relaxed phrase. Look over something. It's like yeah. just I want you to look over these reports means I need you to check this, right? Just yeah. just review and mm-hmm. sort of skim and make sure it's okay, right? Like yeah. check it, make sure it's okay. Mm-hmm. Look it over. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, after we finish the, our writing tasks, we want to look them over, right? We want to take a look and exactly. see what we've done yeah. there. That's part of, you know, what we do in our course. We learn how to do that. Right. Good. Okay. Yeah. And our course I give you because um, you need to look for specific things. So mm. when you look over your essay, you edit it, you proofread it. Um, I tell you the exact things that you need to look for in order to improve your vocab score and your grammar score and all your scores. But I give you like the exact checklist <laughs> or else if you're just looking over something without yeah. any guidance, like That's you're not point. sure what you're looking for. <laughs> yes. So like you yep. do need guidance in that step also. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes back to understanding the score. I feel like I'm saying this like a, a broken record, but <laughs> it goes back to understanding the scoring system very deeply. And yeah. that's what we've got. So let's do it. All right. Look forward to what are you looking forward to, Jessica, about this weekend? Oh, I know your game, right? <laughs> My game. Yeah. <laughs> so the Timbers play in the MLS championship, which I'm sure I'll be talking to you guys about next week. So oh, yeah. don't worry. I'll tell you the score. Um, yeah. So I met some super cool soccer people at a couple games ago. There's this pub cool. that I go to near my house to watch the games. And mm-hmm. we have like a, like a super cool group of people that meet up and watch every game together there. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, yeah, the, and the one like made Facebook friends with all of us and like is organizing this event around the game. And so I'm really looking forward to meeting some cool new soccer people and yeah. seeing a uh, longtime fan friends. And I'm really looking forward to just the whole event is going to be super fun. So look forward to is when you're like excited about something that's going to happen in the future. Ooh, I love it. I love it. It's good to have something to look forward to. You know, I mean, we work hard. We've got to enjoy our weekends and just be normal people for once. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We can't just like podcast and write articles 24-7. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, think about what you're looking forward to in your life this weekend or this month. Maybe the holidays are coming up for some of you. You know, what are you looking forward to? Yeah. What are, what are you looking hmm. forward to this weekend, Lindsay? So for me, this weekend will be quiet. But next weekend, I'm going to go down to New York for a Hanukkah party. Actually, my friend is having a Hanukkah oh, party and she always has this party every year. It's it's fun. We, we do it cool. every year. And uh, yeah, it's fun. That'll be a good time. So I'm looking forward to that. Our na- my next door neighbor actually has a Hanukkah party too. We went last year and she's Aww. not even Jewish, but her ex-husband right. was Jewish and she just likes to celebrate stuff. So she yeah. still has like a Hanukkah party every year. <laughs> it's so super fun. fun. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I know. All right. So, so cool. guys, yeah, we've given you so much, I would say, entertaining context for all five of these phrasal verbs. Yeah. Um, I'll just, I'll just tell you again, just quickly. Yes. So we have look up to, look down on, 
look after, look over, and look forward to. So all five phrasal verbs have the common verb look, but they all have completely different meanings. So again, listen to this episode a couple times, guys. Take notes on our examples and then put them into your own world, right? Like Lindsay said, yeah. own them. Own <laughs> them. And and once you've learned them, don't be afraid to, you know, use them in the right places on the test. Again, that's why we're learning yeah. these. But, you know, I think there, you know, there's when it comes to applying it, right, we get on, into test day. You know, we need to make sure that we've practiced exactly. this so many times, it becomes so natural to insert this strategically, these phrases where they belong on the test. Exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't, guys, I wouldn't even try to like memorize and use all five. Like yeah. I would make my own examples because then you can recognize them and understand what they mean in the receptive sense. But as far as production, don't stress yourself out. You don't need to use all five. I would choose, I would choose two. I would choose yeah. two of these that you're comfortable with and you like, and then practice using these as many times as you can. And then you'll definitely be able to use these two on test day and make that examiner consider a seven. Love it. Love it. So if you guys are smart about how you prepare, you can get the seven you want. And we're here to help you guys do totally. that. Awesome. Another super useful episode, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> and that's a wrap always, for the week. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So I'll cool. See you well, back enjoy here enjoy your free time, Lindsay. Yeah, you too. Enjoy the game. I hope you guys win because we want to hear about a victory next week. <laughs> I know. Right. Or else I'll be super sad. Yeah, we'll see no, what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, cool. All right, take care. Have a good weekend. Bye. All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. <laughs>